Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News, coming to you on this transformational Tuesday, June 27th, 2023. Last night was the premiere of Charity Season of the Bachelorette, and we have a hostile takeover in the Bachelor podcasting world. This and more on today's Bachelor Rush Hour. All right, get funky. Let's go. Yes, sir. Let it cook. Lots to get into. Hey, shout out to all of our friends over that might have found us from Kate Casey's podcast and her podcast this morning. You guys might be listening from over there. Hello, howdy, duty to you. Yeah, that's right. We've got more on the hostage takeover. That's right. It's a real, real uh, interesting story here. The Bachelor podcast that used to be talking it out, clickbait and Bachelor happy hour have been cons- con- um, consolidated, excuse me, into one Bachelor happy hour. Becca Kufrin has left the show and she and Thomas have said enough for us to know it wasn't on great terms. We're going to have that full conversation as it updates in the moment coming up next. Uh, We got horns today. That's right. You know, it's going to be a good one when we got the brass section giving it to us right now. All right, folks, we're going to get into that story. But first, let's talk Charity. Charity Lawson defies brother's guidance to make shocking first impression rose pick in the Bachelorette premiere. What did you guys think last night? Did you enjoy the uh, very wet uh, lawn that was Bachelor Mansion? We finally got, after a long gap, we finally got a new episode of the franchise. And I know we go, oh, and the shows, we're so sick of the show. June 26th comes around and we are tuning in. Are you tired? You stayed up late. 9 p.m. start time. I actually got up at 5.15 this morning, not to brag, but uh, because I had that Kate Casey interview at 8.45, I wanted to get my content up and ready for you guys. I know if I don't have my content up by 8 a.m., you start sending, uh, you know, uh, distress signals to me. You need some help out there doing whatever it is you're doing, and I am here to help you out. Hey, shout out to Jack in the comment section of our Patreon tuning in live we have the patreon community if you want to watch this episode get made patreon.com slash dave neal all right as far as charity season goes this is how i relate it it's like people are always like oh that was a great episode it's going to be a great season i don't ever know if i'm going to enjoy a season or not until uh, shit gets real and it's never real on opening night it's everyone on their best behavior it's this. It's the appetizer. We haven't made it to the main course and certainly not the dessert. The dessert is the fantasy suite, by the way. So we don't know what we're going to get. We don't know who's going to play nice. We don't know who's going to show their true colors once the initial housewarming party wears away. Uh, who do I like, people have asked? I don't know. Like I said, I just don't care yet. But I'm watching it regardless because usually there's payoff. And when there's payoff, we'll get into it. But I'd love to know your thoughts. We did our live stream last night. Of course, you guys called in. You can always call in 401-213-9828. It's a voicemail line. You can call in and let me know what you guys think. I'll tell you what. Here's the main difference now versus last season is that because of you all out there, the 
podcast has grown immensely. It has been very helpful to all of my other ventures that I have going on, driving with Dave. As you guys know, yesterday I picked up my Tesla. That's right, my brand new car, which we're going to be filming all of my Driving with Dave episodes. It's out there. And it's all thanks to you guys listening, sharing, liking, and rating, and also our sponsors, one of which today is HelloFresh. This summer, HelloFresh is here to take the work out of eating well. Reach your goals with delicious, calorie-smart, and protein-smart lunch and dinner options, plus new vegan recipes, too. Now, guys, hold on a second. Don't fast forward. You're, you're going to actually be shocked at what they're giving away. HelloFresh is more convenient than grocery shopping, but did you know it's cheaper, too? 25% less expensive than takeout, and by, by all means, about 100% less expensive than the way my wife does takeout. If she can ever not decide which appetizer to get, she gets three, and then they, you know, eats half of them. They go bad. We feel guilty. You know, they're rotting next to those raspberries. Has anyone ever ate a full carton of raspberries? How do you do that? Go to HelloFresh.com slash RushHour16 and use code RushHour16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash RushHour16 and use code RushHour16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. America's number one meal kit. You're going to need that, folks, because we are bringing the tea to go along with your meal kit. And there's other news here outside of uh, The Bachelorette. Of course, we're going to get to our main story in just a moment. But how about this? Ryan Seacrest is the new host of Wheel of Fortune. Ryan Seacrest is the new host of Wheel of Fortune. Here's what he had to say. I'm truly humbled to be stepping into the footsteps of the legendary Pat Sajak. I can say, along with the rest of America, that it's been a privilege and pure joy to watch Pat and Vanna on our television screens for an unprecedented 40 years, making us smile every night and feel right at home with them. Pat, I love the way you're always celebrated, celebrating the contestants and made viewers at home feel at ease. I look forward to learning everything I can from you during the transition. Many people probably don't know this, but one of my first jobs was hosting a little game show called Click for Merv Griffin 25 years ago. So this is truly a full circle moment for me, and I'm grateful to Sony for the opportunity. I can't wait to continue the tradition of spinning the wheel and working alongside the great Vanna White. And I'd like to buy a vowel. I don't care who the host is. Now, obviously, Pat Sajak is an absolute legend. Most people like Becca Kufrin can't keep their job for three years. Pat Sajak kept it for 40. And all while people, I'm sure, were gunning for his job. We're going to get to, in a moment, the Becca Kufrin story. But first, I wanted to play, and I covered this on the YouTube channel, what Wells had to say. Of course, the bartender from uh, you know, Bachelor in Paradise, why he was hesitant to negotiate his contract. This is important to hear the cutthroat nature of the Bachelor empire. They wanted to negotiate like a 25-30K guarantee. Yeah. If they have to guarantee me that money, if I walk in there day one, they're not going to let me go day two. That's not true. If there's a good exit for you, you're we'll out. take it. I didn't renegotiate my deal until maybe my fourth season of being the bartender. Why? Everyone fucking wants that job. And I know all the people who have tried to come and steal my job from Bachelor Nation. And if you don't think that I don't have like a little Rolodex in my head you of all it. the people. You give uh, me one. No. Like, <laughs> he wanted it. Yeah, who wouldn't want to take that job? So he was making 400 bucks a day, which, you know, isn't bad if you're working five days a week and, uh, you know, but they only filmed 20 days. So it's like, you know, he obviously there's that dilemma. Do you want to negotiate for better pay or are you afraid of being replaced? I tell you what. If I were the if I were the bartender on Paradise, and by the way, I would take that job. I would be getting high nonstop. That's all I would be doing. Just you know, 
being just exhausted. I, I'd be drinking Red Bull and eating edibles, and that which is great because today's Bachelor Rush Hour podcast is also sponsored by Microdose Gummies, an incredible entry level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount of good. Why don't they do this on the show? You know, we need to normalize the conversation around THC. The show wouldn't that be better if the show rather than just be having you know drinking alcohol all day, they just had a couple episodes where they had some you know microdosing. It helps curb my anxiety and keeps my creative mind feeling relaxed all day long. And you know my schedule. Oh, geez, I got up so early. I go all night. Once that Diet Coke wears off, I pop an edible and sink into the pillow. Microdose is available nationwide. And to learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code RUSHHOUR to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. Again, microdose.com, code RUSHHOUR. How about that? You can have some edibles and some uh, meals delivered to you. What a wonderful world we live in. Okay, I'm going to get to our featured story of the day. I made several YouTube videos on the subject matter. Uh, after I made my first video, I knew, uh, you know, new pertinent information came out. Both videos are just knocking it out of the park. I'm going to give you a full summation of what's going on here. Bachelor happy hour, uh, when Becca had mentioned she was leaving the show, it was assumed that Bachelor happy hour was going away because we didn't hear from Clickbait or these other Bachelor podcasts. Well, not only did it not go away... They uh, teased last night. They've got new hosts, those being that we found out today, Grocery Store Joe and Serena. Of course, Becca Kufrin never gave a rose to Grocery Store Joe, and he lived on in some odd infamy in the Bachelor world and has just, uh, you know, fell his way up the ladder, as the kids like to say. So either way, I'm going to give you all of the updates in one spot, starting with Becca. Here's what she had to say, her unceremonious uh, sort of retirement speech. Have a listen. We received quite a bit of DMs regarding happy hour. Uh, it's obviously been a while since there's been any recordings or since I've even talked about it. Um, it's just time for some different things, but I will forever be so grateful and thankful for all of the fans and listeners out there. I mean, I've worked on happy hour for three plus years through COVID, through some crazy life transitions and big moves and touring. Um, it got me through all of that and I couldn't have done it without all of you incredible listeners. So thank you for tuning in and standing by me and for all of the support for throughout the past couple of years. Stand by me when I'm not welcome by the only podcast that actually was good. Uh, not that the podcast was good, but I thought Becca did a good job. I think of all of the people that have been a part of the podcasting community, Becca, Rachel, Lindsay, I mean, there aren't too many that really thrived in that position, and I think she did a good job. So then we assumed that... It was over for her. We assumed that um, the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast was over. And then Thomas said this. Without saying too much, I'm not exactly thrilled with some of the decisions and directions that have been going on behind the scenes over the last last several months. So I probably will not be tuning in. And then at the same time, I've actually only watched Bachelor in Paradise um, so I don't, I don't see that, I don't see that trend breaking on this one. But Charity, I wish you the best of luck. I hope you find happiness and love. So essentially, he says it's a no for me, dog. And now you might go, well, is he just talking about the show and the way that they run the television show, or is he talking about the podcast? Well, he had more to say, and we're going to cover that right after a quick word from our sponsor. 
And you know me, trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he's not trying to get into things so much. And then yesterday, we got this last night. Someone said, wishing Becca and Michelle, uh, wishing they could have said goodbye, especially since Becca has been doing the podcast for so long. Hoping they get to introduce the new hosts for a goodbye moment or something. Thomas Jacobs responds, yeah, we would have liked that too. And then he adds a shrug emoji. Well, this is where it starts to get interesting so then a teaser for the upcoming season gets dropped last night or early this morning by bachelor happy hour podcast but here's the problem they still included becca kufrin and michelle young on the cover photo and of course i mean i'm sure they don't have great entertainment lawyers but i'd be like hey why don't if you're not gonna hire me if you're not gonna pay me my rate or whatever it is that i want how about you get me off of the cover of your podcast here was the teaser that bachelor happy hour dropped on their podcast last night Hey, Bachelor Nation, can we steal you for a sec? No. It's time for a new season of The Bachelorette, which means Bachelor Happy Hour is back. Charity's journey is about to begin, and Bachelor Happy Hour is the one and only official podcast to the hit reality show. And this season, two new hosts will be taking the reins and putting Charity's men in the hot seat. They'll have exclusive interviews with cast members throughout their journey and will be the first to talk to the men who leave brokenhearted. They'll also share episode recaps and behind-the-scenes secrets you won't find anywhere else. New season, new love stories, new drama, and new hosts. So pour yourself a drink because the most dramatic reveal is coming soon. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on the iHeartRadio app. You know what? I think I'll pass, and I won't be the only one. Katie Thurston responds to this. How sad to not even let the girls say bye or thank them for their time as previous hosts. As, of course, we know Katie very cordial on Matt James' season of The Bachelor when she was criticized. She said, thank you for your feedback. And yet here, the feedback is crickets from The Bachelor producers. And again, this is what you get. We talk about the idea of not renting out your time. When you're a co-host, on a podcast that you don't own, you're just a voice that they can replace. And that's all you are. Now, it doesn't mean you can't be more, but to them, that's all you are. So as they leave there, they don't get to build their newsletter or have any equity. I mean, sure, Becca and Michelle and whoever else was on the show, they get some, you know, they learned how to podcast. They probably learned some skills. But, you know, whenever I see these corporate podcasts, uh, when it, on, the, on the few that I've been on, there's always like an assistant who's setting things up. And I'm like, who's got the time? Podcasting, you know, for me, it's in the old like punk rock version of podcasting. You would just turn your phone's note app on and you would just talk into your phone or talk into your voice recorder. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm all about high quality production. But my point is, when all these corporations got into the podcasting world, they made it they 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 made it like TV, where TV's got so many employees, there's so many mouths to feed. I mean, how many people work in the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast community? Are there a dozen employees? Are there six? Literally, Becca could just run her own program 
book things herself and do it all by herself and receive 100% of the profits. I mean, you know me, I've got sponsors, but there's a profit, there's a deal where like the spot, like the person who sells me my sponsors gets a, a small percentage. I think the industry standard is between 10 to 30%, but you get the lion's share of the money. Uh, Becca probably was only earning 5 to 10% of the gross revenue of her podcast. So it was garbage anyway, but chances are to tie it all back to Wells, maybe she tried to negotiate for fairer pay. Either way, she's uh, today celebrating uh, her third trimester. So not only was she let go, but she was let go heading into her third trimester of pregnancy. I'm surprised she wasn't more emotional. I, I'm I'm more emotional publicly about this than Becca is. Sometimes I have a way of, you know, making a story bigger than it is, but I'm not alone. Claire and Emma Pod on Instagram, we love Claire and Emma, said, so they just laid Becca off while she's pregnant. And not only that, they introduced their new Bachelor Happy Hour podcast host. Are you ready for this? Let's get the breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen of Bachelor Nation, the hit podcast that nobody's listening to, Bachelor Happy Hour, is now hosted by Joe and Serena. Wait, what's that? Joe? Grocery store Joe and Serena? The girl from Canada? The guy from Chicago with the sauce? So it used to be that Bachelor Happy Hour was hosted by Leeds, Rachel Lindsay, Ali Fedotowski, Beck. Goofies, right? And now we've got first night reject Joe. And again, nothing against Joe. He has, and trust me when I say this, uh, stretched out. There are no, there's no tread left on the tires. The dudes in Maybelline commercials. What deal did he do with the devil to get as far as he has in the Bachelor world? And so my response was, that's what I'm saying. In Tia, wasn't Tia Booth pregnant when she left the show? Do they get maternity leave? Um, so Claire and Emma says, is that the vibe here? Laying someone off when they're pregnant? Pretty gross. Look, also Becca and Michelle were actually good at hosting in Psyche. Yikes. So this isn't exactly the fault of grocery store Joe. He just took the job that was given to him. This was clickbait podcast being consolidated, talking it out, went away. But these podcasts are gaining this rep reputation of not having... Now look... Uh, put it this way, podcasting, you guys that are listening to me, you're on a walk, you're breastfeeding, you're getting your oil changed, maybe you're having making love. I don't know what the hell you're into. I don't know, maybe you have a podcast boy kink, whatever. Either way, I'm happy you're here for me. Uh, but my point is, is that podcasting is an absolute delicate medium to be cherished. It is a two-way conversation. Sure, I'm the only one talking, but you're listening and you're nodding or you're disagreeing or you're doing whatever you're doing, but I am in your earballs, folks. We are in this together. And that, has what, that is what makes podcasting so special. When you get these corporate podcasts, I don't know who Becca Kufrin's boss was. We can't unfollow some random producer we don't like. There's no corporate accountability to the disservice, which is not providing your audience a proper send-off. So I don't know in what sort of psychopathic mind the Bachelor producers have here, where they go, all right, we'll just introduce new people. Things will be fine. There are are people that were fans of Becca Kufrin. I mean, that would be like if I just canceled my YouTube channel and moved off to, uh, you know, some island in the Galapagos, right? If I just did that, you'd be like, where the hell did Dave go? We had a thing going, you know? So the podcast producers essentially ghosted you 
and it, obviously they don't care about you. Why would they? They're just there, you know, cashing the check, doing whatever. And then they replaced Becca, of course, with Joe and Serena. So folks aren't happy. And anyway, Thomas hasn't commented further, but here he is discussing the third trimester of him and Becca. Something really exciting. Not the bag of poop. I'm pregnant. Surprise. First day of the third trimester. Let's go. Third try is a charm, everybody. Let's How go. are we here? Damn, that's why. I mean, time has gone fast, right? They're already on their third trimester. They got videos of the baby just like drop kicking its way out of the womb. Like the biological and how like. <laughs> yeah, please explain. Uh, wouldn't that be nice if, um, if, <laughs> what if Becca Kufrin and Thomas Jacobs just gave us a birds and the bees talk? Well, uh, when a man, lo- when a man loves a woman. Anyway, so that's where they are. That baby. And then here's the baby kicking. You have to feed them. Oh, that was a big one. longer than that time frame. So you can't see this, but the Patreon who's watching, the baby's literally a Chuck Norris reincarnate. It's just punching its way through. I mean, God, whatever. Let, let me tell you something. The point, the, the, the reason why I bring all this up, and again, this isn't a political, this doesn't have to be a political issue. I think the left, the right, the center, I think we can all agree that it is not fair to the strong women and mothers of our world that we don't have maternity leave. And yes, I also think we should have paternity leave. I think parents should have a real uh, a real healthy amount of time to bond with their child. I mean, what are we doing on this earth? We have automation. We have artificial intelligence. Most of our jobs aren't that essential where we need to be there every day. And what are we doing when we don't get the chance to bond? The husband who has to go work on some rig somewhere and he can't sit next to his wife as she breastfeeds and they share a loving embrace with a young child that, that will only age, that will only get older, and those opportunities will be missed. What world do we want to live in where that's okay? U.S. ranks last in government-mandated paid leave for new parents. The total weeks of paid leave mandated by national government to new parents, the leader is Estonia, 86 weeks paid leave. The majority, like the median, is somewhere in the 40 weeks. The United States of America, zero weeks of paid leave, and I think we should be disgraced by that. I think regardless of your political party, we should be voting for politicians that want to help uh, spread the wealth we have in the, I mean, we're supposed to be the land with the greatest wealth in the world. That's what we, that's the promise that we've been given. And what have we done when we have people like Becca Kufrin getting laid off? Maybe, maybe she wasn't laid off. Maybe she was just trying to negotiate a better salary. But either way, a terrible look for the show. An absolute terrible look for the show. And we're going to get to the home stretch of this episode after a quick word from our sponsor. All right, so I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a teaser on what I'm working on for tomorrow. Uh, it's, it's a busy week, folks. It's a busy week out there. We've got Katie Thurston. It's been spotted by many people and sent to me that she now follows... Blake Moines on Instagram and he follows her back. Are they chatting? Are they getting back together? So many questions about that. We'll have that video probably first thing tomorrow morning. Katie actually, I called her. I called her to confront her about this on the live stream Monday night. I'll share that audio with you guys. It's pretty funny stuff. And also I've got a Sean Booth story. And then again, tomorrow we'll have a full Sean Booth story. He uh, now understands 
what it's like for Caitlin Bristow to discuss her past relationships because now that he has a podcast, he's discussing these past relationships. And it's one of those, if you can't beat them, join them. So now he's at least making some money off of it. And here's a quick word of what he said. We'll have the full story tomorrow. Are you guys together? Or this we, was aftermath? This, this is like right after we'd broken up. I was in West Elm <laughs> looking for furniture. It was Thursday at 1136 a.m. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll never, I'll never forget it because I was in West Elm and I was looking for furniture for my apartment because I literally had nothing in my apartment. I told her she'd keep the house. I'll move out, like whatever. I didn't want to be there. So I'm just looking for furniture. Okay, so I also think that there's two parts to a breakup. Yeah. One of them is when you actually break up and one of them is when you feel like you've been replaced. Well, that was tough. Exactly. And so not only did you break up, but then you felt replaced like boom, boom, yeah. right away. It was. I really like his co-host here. I like that she's filling in the gaps as a, in you know, having that feminine energy because of course, Sean's going to, you know, he's going to feel like a victim in a certain way because maybe Caitlin Bristow moved on faster than he did. And so there she is kind of uh, his co-host here doing a good job saying, yeah, it's not just the breakup, it's the moving on. And so we're going to, again, we're going to break this all down tomorrow. It's a lot of content to get to, but I think I've given you all that you need today. And uh, join Join me tomorrow. I've got a lot going on here. If you haven't already, uh, by the way, I want to shout out. Um, I, I don't want to shout everyone out because they were private Venmo sent to me, but they know who they are. So um, they, uh, I got several Venmos sent to me yesterday uh, after I received my new car. So when you buy a Tesla, um, you know, you never know when it's going to show up. So last Tuesday, I put it down, you know, the, the $250 deposit on a Tesla thinking, you know, maybe in a couple weeks or in a month or whatever, it'll show up. And then I get a call saying, hey, it's ready on Friday. And then as I'm getting ready to do it, my turns out my trade-in car didn't pass smog yet. So I had to go get that taken care of. And, you know, it delayed the process. But then Monday morning, yesterday, the car arrived. I'm talking, look, my old car was a 2003. My car before that was a 2001. My car before that was a 1991. I have yet to have a car that was built when Facebook existed. You know what I mean? Um, so... When this car showed up, it had it still had those tires with the rubber sticking out. You know, like you know when a tire is made in whatever mold it's made in, and there's like a little bit of the excess rubber that normally comes off. That still existed. This, I mean, I, the, I saw the car was driven to me. It had a total of 15 miles on it, and I shit you not when I tell you this. The everything that I've been doing, talking into a microphone. It, it was it was materialized in that moment where I go, oh my gosh, uh, I, while I've had a, a blast and making content and relating to everybody, this large financial purchase was the first time that I actually saw a little bit of the fruits of my labor other than, you know, don't get me wrong, whenever I have a stand-up show and, and someone comes and says, oh, I listen to your podcast, trust me. It has never ceased to amaze me, the feeling when when things start to work out. It's a mantra that I started a few years ago with my wife when we were still engaged. We started a mantra, it, isn't it nice that things are working out? And the idea behind that is to say some positive stuff about all the equity you're putting into your own life, all of the hard work you are putting into whatever you're doing, the land you're tilling, the seeds you're planting, all of that energy isn't it nice that it's working out 
Think about that one. I'll see you guys tomorrow. I've been Dave Neal, and this was Bachelor Rush Hour. 